This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host today, Super Vegan Brian, and I'm joined by Curthy Smurfarica. Hola. And Stolas. Did you just say that you are Super Vegan Brian? Shh, don't ruin the facade. You're supposed to never say anything. Stolas. <laughs> I mean, hello, Super Vegan Brian. You look so different. Uh... Uh, unfortunately, Sir Vegan Brian cannot be with us today, so I am, of course, David Theobald third, And uh, yeah, we uh, have a ra- somewhat topicless episode today. The inmates are running the asylum! I know, I know, I almost feel like I have no direction whatsoever. I, <laughs> but, uh... I thought it was really funny that it was the three of us alone. Because as I said in the Discord, the three of us are the are the, the three here right now are, are all the the green green oh, smokers. Yeah. Yep. And so we thought and so I thought it was really funny. I was like, oh of course, it's the three soners alone. <laughs> oh are, yeah. Wait, hold on. Have we all indulged in long bottom leaf today? Uh I did like like maybe like 45 minutes ago. No. Yes. Yes. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> so we're gonna have a lot of uh, fun <laughs> shenanigans today, but first, but first, we're gonna play everybody's favorite game, "What's Nerdy with You," where we all talk about the nerdiest thing we've done in the last two weeks, and we vote using the Pentit Mike Myler widget system. Ah, oh, beautiful! Well done, well done. You, Thank you. you're so good at that. Uh well, since I I'm hosting, saying it for like seven years or something <laughs> like that. <You> know. <laughs> Uh, since I'm hosting, I get to dictate who goes first. Stolas, you're up first. What have you oh, dirty with you? Yes. Okay, guys. So I was reading up and doing a lot of research on that. I'm kidding, David. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no, that was tracking perfectly. That was perfectly. I was waiting for 40K. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> or 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 the vampire masquerade stuff. So I haven't done that in a long, long time. But no, uh, what I did is I was I was playing City Skylines too, and I am kind of a bit of a of a fan of like urban planning YouTube channels. <laughs> so I'll watch things like uh, not just bikes, city beautiful, city nerd, um, big uh, strong towns, Adam something, just just a bunch of I like your chocolate it looks it looks beautiful. 
I'm sorry. Continue. I was listening because you know that works so well in an audio format. <laughs> she was waving chocolate around the screen for anyone that wishes to see our beautiful faces <laughs> and the shenanigans we're getting up to. And uh, you can join our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/NerdPodcastRadio, mm, where we also have a uh, Discord. Smooth Apparently, transition. David, David, chocolate is. Enjoy it for me. Uh, Stolas, continue. You were you were talking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was really getting into like a lot of these like urbanist channels, and um, and just researching like like ur- uh, like urban planning, building cities. Uh, mostly like what I want to look into is I want to look into building like carless cities that are very walkable. So the current main city I'm making is a it's a grid system. So it has a grid. Um, I'm basing this sort of off of the city I heard about called Alamir, which is supposed to be like the world's first solar punk city. They took land at, that was um, being lost to the ocean from uh, global warming. They somehow reclaimed it and made like floating like islands where they're putting houses on. Um, it's it's all like green powered and um, things like that. So it's pretty cool. It's a it's a. Um, it's a city in the Netherlands, so it's like I want to say like maybe like an hour drive away from like Amsterdam. But of, I mean, of course, that's that's kind of the region where you would see cities like this being built. Um, so I did something similar to that, but my like little islands where I put like all the houses are hexagon. So I'm doing like a hexagon grid city, and it's all canals. Canal. City. Oh, so we're Wanda visioning this. Got it. It's a canal city. Uh, yep. And I'm trying to make it all walkable, no cars. Everybody gets around on trams. I had to build like a tram network. Nice. Not I, that I'm against public transportation because I'm not, and I totally wish I lived in a place that had like good public transportation. But considering what happened with COVID, you should also plan for cars or some sort of individual transportation mm, as nah. well. When COVID comes, lockdown, everybody stay in your house. Can I get out? I'm kidding. Okay, but that was my that was my nerdy thing this week. How about you, Erica? What was your nerdy thing? Well. I've been a snidge distracted because um, I have surgery next week. So I'm trying to get all the stuff done for my house. Good luck. Thank you. Um, and I still have no heat in my home. Uh, oh, and I have sucks. to have all the electrical updated. Because it gets um, cold in Texas this time of year. Well, I mean, there was the freeze last year, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's still yeah, colder it than bad. you would like it to be, right? But also, um, the electric is really old, mm-hmm. and so they have to rerun all the electric in the house that I bought. So, uh, so what happens um, when you privatize your utilities? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's as well, political as I'm going to get. <laughs> I was thinking it. I was thinking it. But that's not the thing. It's that when you have to like rewire a house, so they have to rewire it from the drop because the panel in the house is only a hundred watt panel. Oh, and to replace the heat system, we need a two hundred and twenty. Yeah, you need a two twenty line, right? Um, 
but all the wiring's only rated for 100 watts. So they mm -hmm. literally have to go from the drop to the new box, from the new box to the air handler for the new system. And um, fun. just so people know, if you don't own a house or maybe you have electrical work coming up or something, um, it's about $600 per 15 feet of electrical wire. That that adds that up real sucks. quick. That sucks. Uh -huh. So between the new heat system and the new electric system, I'm looking at somewhere between fifteen thousand and twenty one thousand dollars that I have to spend in the next three weeks. So those of us on our Patreon that are seeing this video, <laughs> thinking all, that don't uh, you dare. Thinking that uh, that that she looks like it's very dark in the room. It's actually being candlelit because that's all they have right now. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, so, I didn't say it. <laughs> so anyways, I've been a smidge distracted. But beyond all that nerdy stuff about learning about uh, HVAC systems, which I know way more than I ever wanted to know about HVAC systems. Um, I also finished Boulder's Gate for my first run. Oh, hey, congratulations. Yes. I still and... haven't finished it, which makes me feel so bad because I know for a fact I started playing before you <laughs> and I did not, I still haven't finished it. Uh, I feel so terrible. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm very proud of myself because not only did I free the prince, but I also saved Carla. Oh wow. Yeah, there's a way to do it. Wait, there's a way. Well, does it have to do with the spoilers? Yeah. Wait, do we want to do like a spoiler thing? No. Like a real quick, like shh. <sighs> Write it down. We'll talk about it in the bonus episode. <laughs> Or we just say spoilers, skip ahead a minute or two. Yeah. All right. Give me the hand sign when you're done talking. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Um, do, is, does it have to do with turning her into the um, the elithid? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I know about that one. Yeah. 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 So I freed the prince and then she became the elithid. I think I'm just going to so. go to, I think I'm just going to go to, to hell with her. I mean, that's what I'll just do. Well, we'll like, yeah. We'll be the cute lesbian couple slaying demons in hell. <laughs> well, I didn't romance her. You want to guess who I romance? Oh, I romance her. You went for Asterian, didn't you? No, who? Who'd you go for? Will. Will. <laughs> you want to know why? He's kind of cute. He's pretty cute. No, I had nothing to do with that. You want to know why? Why? Because he was the hardest one to romance. All the other ones are super easy. He was. I read he was the hardest one to romance. I don't know how he's hard to romance. He wanted to jump my bones so quickly in the game. So quick. I had no, to turn well, him down. No, no. Even if you say you like him, you don't get to like have sex with him until like way late into like the third act oh, like, he oh won't. yeah like he takes it slow kind of he, he takes like it slow of... he wants to get married first you gotta marry him first it's like a whole thing yeah he seems like one of the gentlemanly kind of guys yeah 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 okay. yeah so yeah, I so it. i heard that was the hardest one so that's the one i went with okay so, okay there's oh, i see 
And I also slept with an elithid too. You can do that. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can yeah. do, uh, you can do kinky squid sex. <laughs> yeah, I did that. It was totally awesome. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> but the, the, what I was trying to say, it was totally awesome because like the camera stuff they do with it looked I really good. He, You're I, waving yeah. your hands around. What? <laughs> no, we're done. That's it. Oh, okay, cool. And so a meteor killed them all. Oh, shoot. I wasn't supposed God to say that. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so that was the right only thing I did. I finished Boulder's Gate and I started a second run through. Uh, the first time I ran through, I was a monk. This time I'm going to try a bard. Oh, okay. Nice. Bard looks so fun. I want to try bard. You know, if you play money and if you play uh, music in taverns and stuff, people give you money. Yeah. Oh, you know what, what you should do? Yeah, if you play, yeah, if you start, if you play in the tavern, people will throw money at you. Yeah, you actually get tipped. Cool. That's should... that's that's some attention to detail. Yeah. I just wanted to play, so I was looking through all of them again, and Monk is always one of my favorites, and I didn't want to do Rogue because I really like Astarian, mm-hmm. and I like Monk to is hear so him OP in this. Fifth, fifth, in general, Monk is OP. Yeah, I mean. It really wasn't a very difficult. I mean, there were a few fights that were really difficult, um, but for the most part, it wasn't with the monk. But I mean, I could move across the entire screen and still hit them like three or four times. So this game is a lot easier, and I'm not trying to like shit talk the game at all. I love the game, but it's a lot easier than a uh, Divinity Original Sin too. The the, the yeah, game- I played that one. That yeah, game was considerably one. tougher. It was. It was a pain in the ass. This is actually easier than Neverwinter was, though. Like, I was surprised. Yeah, but well, I uh, think it's because of the I think it's because of the fifth edition rules. It's yeah, it's because it's oh. using fifth edition. Right. It is That's literally fifth edition point. the game. Yeah, this is they've made some changes. To, they made a few changes, but arguably a lot of the changes they make make it actually even easier than yeah, fifth edition. The changes were made for the sake of the video game, not not for anything else. Right. Like example the fact that like you could just basically free drink a potion. You can't do that in fifth edition. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an optional rule. And it's not that you free drink a potion. It it's your swift action. Oh yeah, it's your swift action. Right. Um th- that you can throw a per- potion at someone and it heals them. Okay, that's, yeah, that's that's not, that's, in, that's not in fifth edition. No, that's edition. that's giving allowance because it's a video game, right? Well, and also like it makes, <laughs> I didn't even know that I've never it, thrown. A it makes it anybody. so that if you have no click character left that can heal anyone, you're not it's, screwed. Yeah, you're not utterly fucked. Yeah, you can throw potions at people and it heals them. Yeah. Oh, Fun times. An- well, here's another thing you could do too. You can also potion- miss. Yes, put a potion on the ground, just like out you of can your do inventory. what you can miss. When you throw the potion at them, you can miss. And it it hits something else. Or it Um, hits the wall and just shatters. (laughs) But yeah. Another fun thing you can do is take, uh, like, do this out of combat, obviously. Take potions out of your inventory, put them on the ground, have your whole party stand around the potion, hit it, everyone gets the effects of that one potion. Oh, I didn't know that. That's neat. Yeah. So if you put like a large potion on there on the ground and have everyone sitting around it and just smack it, everybody gets healed as if they drank the one large potion. Oh wow. Mm. Okay. That's pretty cool. So yeah, it's a good way, like if you're like low on potions, it's a pretty good way to conserve like your uses. I was never low on potions. I had so I much either. fucking gold in that in the the one playthrough I did. It was insane. When I stopped 
playing, I had 50K. Yeah, I had about that. And I had more stuff that I could use. I was carrying more stuff than I could ever use. <laughs> oh, I didn't carry anything. I I have to say, I love the being able to send everything back to camp and sort mm. through that shit later. I sold yeah. so much of that. I completely screwed up the first time I played through that game, though. I sold everything I got that wasn't for my immediate party, and I never changed my characters out because I didn't know you could. Uh-oh. At least not easily. I thought that they'd go to level one and I'd have to re-level them, and it's like, if I'm level 12, why the fuck do I want to have level one followers running around? They're just oh, going to die no. first second I see anything. So I, I never changed. The first time I played through the game, I kept the original party. Uh, Shadowheart, uh, the Gith and uh, Asterion. That was it. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> you didn't get to enjoy the the, no, the fun. Like I Karlak. like I I talked to them all in camp, and I did all that. I did like the side quest stuff for them. Oh, the but side so much stuff, of the, but, but so much of the funny things about them happen in the game while you're playing. So like Karlak yeah. will do goofy ass shit while you're walking around. Um, yeah. See, I never saw any of that. So. Carlock's my favorite. I could play with Carlock in my party all the time. Like the funniest quips that she does and stuff like that. Mm, like big, she, strong, big strong mommy. Yeah. 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 I, I would carry me in her arms all day. I was paladin. Shadowheart was cleric. We had a fighter and a rogue. It was damn near the perfect party. Yeah. <laughs> I had Carlock, my monk, Astarian, and Shadowheart. Mm-hmm. Um. On my main story, my main is a paladin, uh, a paladin, um, warlock subclass, uh, not subclass, but a paladin warlock. Um, then I have Carlock Barbarian. I have Shadowheart Cleric. Though yeah. Sometimes I switch out with Gale because mm. the paladin does plenty healing. Also, and- apparently, you can change their their classes and everything at you will. Can you all, can make you them can whatever you want. Other stuff. Yeah, so example, I made Asterian into an assassin. Um, uh, what's the, the Shadow Ranger thing? The um, I don't know. The, the sh- shadow, basically, Shadow Ranger assassin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets like That's four, cool. He gets like four attacks in round one. Jesus. That's nice. I uh, I will say one of the coolest things I did. David, how far? You already beat it. Why do you not want to hear spoilers? Because I didn't do that part of the ending. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) So uh, I found the Necronomicon looking Mm -hmm. book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So not only did I uh, do the thing where starting becomes like the super vampire. um, You let him become the super vampire? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? He's not, he's, not, he's not the greatest of guys. He was fine <laughs> with me. And 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 doesn't that ritual require like sacrifice of like it, it, the like the other vampires? Like a thousand of them. Why would I let a thousand baby vampires out in the city? Uh, she's got a point. Oh shit. I didn't even think about that. That's why I did it. It was either She's she's got a point. No, that's a good no, you have a I didn't even think about that. I when I heard about it, I was like, wait, you want us to sacrifice these thousand people for you? But no, you got a point. They're not a thousand people. They're a thousand monsters that want to murder and drink blood. Like Yeah. Killing them is and they have arguably... no inhibitions and nobody to teach them. And that's easily a couple thousand people. 
versus the one guy that wants into your pants so bad he can't he can't stand it oh yeah versus one guy becoming a super vampire i think you made a very good moral argument for (laughs) allowing him to be super vampire because at least we know asterian is isn't like the worst 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 like he's not like he's not like super duper evil he's just like he's he leans more neutral than evil but he's still pretty evil He's morally ambiguous. Yes. He's leaning towards neutral. We can save him, guys. We can save him. He's about a six and a half on the, yeah, on the bad can, scale. We can save him. All right, David. What's nerdy with you? Uh, well, um, WoW came out with the... They, they dropped the new raid and the new patch and everything. So my guild has been uh, gearing up to head into that full steam. We did two day, two nights of raiding. Monday or sorry Tuesday and Wednesday night and that's going well but uh my real nerdy thing is um I started playing Final Fantasy 14 online Nice do you like it <laughs> It's all right I it's it's a strange experience it's not a storyline I'm overly familiar with anymore so, Right well like I'm kind of following what's going on, but it's it's kind it's of the tough, MMO, right? Is the yeah, MMO? right. From what I've heard, I don't know like how long you've played. I stopped pretty early on, but everyone was always telling me they're like, um, you have to you have to get through the initial first stories before it starts to get really good. And I'm yeah. always like, how long is that gonna take? And they're like, yeah, like maybe 40, 50 hours. I'm like, I have to play like for fifty hours before the game gets good. Yeah, I'm like level 25 right now, and I've done most, I've done the first, like, main area quests already, and it's starting to develop into their stuff going on, but it's still pretty much, just go here and kill five of these things. Yeah, but I guess apparently it gets better. Yeah, that's what I've heard, but we'll see. I'm more playing it to have something else to play, because honestly, I am a little on the burned out side when it comes to WoW. Like, I still play for my guild and my friends and to go do stuff, but I am nowhere near as excited about it as I once was. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) All right, it's time to vote. Uh, Yep, we uh, get uh, four widgets apiece. Uh, Stolas, you're up first. Um, I will give three to Erica because uh, gate amazing and you finished it. Congratulations. And I'll give one to David because I love him. <laughs> How about you, Erica? Yeah. Erica? I think what Anthony is doing is very, very cool with uh, mm-hmm. figuring out how to build a city and make it green. I think we want to make sure you don't have any um, issues, so put some stop gaps in places and some redundancies. But other than that, you get three widgets. Nice. I appreciate it. And David, mm-hmm. you get one widget. Yay, thank you. Plus a bonus widget. Ooh. So two widgets. I get a bonus widget. Hell yeah, that's yep. what I'm talking about. You get one for continuing to play WoW, even though you're burned out, because I know what a commitment to a guild is like. <laughs> and then you get one for trying something new. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I am going to give one to Stolas. Nice. One to Erica. 
and then a second one to Stolas and a second one to Erica. So they tie for the win. I thought you were about to give yourself some and then make it a tie. <laughs> nope. The two of you guys tie. Woo, all right. Yay! Tying's like kissing your sister. Wait. <laughs> You've never heard that before? Uh, oh. No. You've never heard that before? No. Oh, that's like a saying. It's it, The saying is like uh, tying is like kissing your sister. Okay. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm not. I'm not from a state that ends in Ippy. <laughs> it's just. A, it's just. It's just the saying I heard when I was like a kid. I am from Mississippi. Damn. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I did not know that at the time. My statement stands. <laughs> I am. I am not from Mississippi. I'm from California. <laughs> so I don't know why this saying was said to me, but it was. Strollers, we're going to have to reevaluate your sayings. <laughs> we're just going to have to be like, all right, give us the next one. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't Take, that one, that, yeah, Take yeah, that one out of your vocabulary. Yeah, you're going to require editing approval before you say anything. <laughs> you have to submit all statements to the editor beforehand. Oh, no. All right, David. What are we talking uh, about today? Well, that's the thing. Um, like I said, Brian kind of decided that he had better things to do. I don't. I honestly don't remember what he said he was going <laughs> to be in here. But uh, Brian's not here. So the three of us decided, ah, hell, we're going to record anyways, because we don't need him. We can do it. We don't need no stinking rules or stinking Exactly. Things. So yeah. much like that said, uh, I was bad. I didn't do an outline. I don't have a topic in mind. So I figured we just, you know, we haven't really had a roundtable random geek discussion in a while. Fair. So uh, it's about time that we had one. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Uh, All right, Anthony. What? what are one of the three things you wanted to talk about? Okay. Sorry, David. I just took over. So one of the other things I was uh, researching about, and I actually was researching this. Hold on. Um, Unstolus. David? Yes? I'm sorry I took over. Do you want to do that? No, you're fine. I was listening to Stolas. Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. Um, was I was reading up and looking into things like intermittent fasting and um and um uh, what's it called like a uh, time restricted eating uh because I'm trying mm-hmm. to like 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 get into like get get healthier. So yeah, so I was looking at the intermittent fasting stuff and it, it was pretty interesting things. I don't know if you guys yeah. have any any thoughts or opinions on the idea of the or the concept of. I haven't yeah, like, followed I did. a plan or anything, but I've basically done that more than once. I followed a plan. I did intermittent fasting where there were only five hours in the day that I would eat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it really does work like to increase your metabolism. It's crazy how it works, but it really does work. Yeah, I guess um, one of the things about it that makes it um really at least... um like a pretty good um, weight loss um, aid for a lot of people is it because you're going 
like long strings of time. So I think after about like the 12 hour mark of not eating, your body starts to go into ketosis and you start to Mm -hmm. produce more ketones. Um, But it's not like a keto diet where you're trying to stay in ketosis all the time. So you're trying to, you're basically trying to turn on and off the switch of ketosis of like on, off, on, off. Which boosts your metabolism. Right. And also it, it makes it to where your diet's not so restrictive. So you're less likely to, to quit. Cause mm-hmm. like a lot of people, like when they go on the keto diet, yeah, they lose a bunch of weight. But the problem is, is it's like, you're trying to get rid of all this food that like one, everybody loves Two, our bodies have evolved to seek um, carbs as a primary source of energy. Um, so like, we will like chew up carbs before we chew up fat. And then before we chew up protein generally in that order. And uh, so our bodies love and crave carbs. So by not having it, by not having like it, like having those carbs in the diet all the time, it's not that it's like bad for your body. Like you can be healthy on ketosis, but it's one of those things of like, it makes it really easy for people to want to give in. So here's my thoughts on it. I think giving in or whatever is a bad way to look at it. I think everything in life has to be balanced. Right. And I think that's why I enjoyed intermittent fasting is I would, to your point, not have to restrict what I was eating, just when I was eating it. Um, I think the hardest thing for me was getting your day's worth of calories in in that five hour period um, because it's really hard to make yourself eat when you're not like really hungry. Mm. And I will say after I did it for about two weeks, um, I just stopped being hungry outside of those hours. It was very weird the way your body adapts. Like all of a sudden it's like your body knows like after a certain time, like you're just not going to be hungry. Like, I, I don't know how else to explain it. At least that was my experience. Mm. Um, But I will say after about doing it for about four weeks, it stopped being nearly as effective because your body really does adjust to it. Mm -hmm. And so then you have to switch to a three days on one day off, three days on one day off situation. Like, yeah, you have to like progressively make it. um, I don't want to say more extreme, but like you have to like reduce it, eat by even more essentially. No, I still stayed within the same hours and the same calories. But what you have to do is you have to start eating like you have three days where you're on your fast, right? To where you only eat in those five hours. And then you have one day where you eat all day and you have to yeah, force you eat yourself like to eat outside of that because you've got to essentially shock your, confuse your body and your body goes, oh, right. we're doing this now. Mm. And then you go back to it. And so it, it, your body will adjust somewhat. So you have to shock it back essentially it's like the same reason you don't want to only do cardio or you only do like lifting weights so you have to have a balance and go back and forth otherwise your body will adapt to its new normal and if it adapts to its new normal it stops being effective yeah no that makes sense it's a very good plan it worked uh very well for me i actually really enjoyed it like once you get over once your body adapts to the point where you're not hungry outside of the hours where you're not supposed to eat, it's exceedingly simple to do. And to your point, you don't have to give up anything. 
So yeah, the way um the way I try to get a lot of my calories in at once is I make like these shakes. Um, so like I'll add like protein powders, vegetables, um, soy milk, flaxseed, oatmeal. <laughs> peanut butter into like this one shake and I like grind it all down and it's like 600 calories but it's like it's this one drink that's just packed with so much stuff that doesn't sound I mean obviously there's a lot of nutrients in there and fiber and protein which is good it's a very balanced shake most people don't balance them most people put just like well I put fruit in here Uh uh-huh yeah, just fruit and milk. That's not enough. You need more protein. <laughs> you need more nutrients. You can't just, I mean, just eat the fruit instead of drink it. Like, that's pretty much what you're doing. Yeah, seriously. So, um, yeah, that sounds like a balanced shake. I don't think I'd want to drink it every day, though. I, I think this is where, like, the autism helps. I'm one of those weird autistic people where I can, like, eat or drink the same thing every day for, like, a year and be fine. <laughs> So it works I cannot in my favor. Do that. Huh? So there's something to be said for that. <laughs> I know it's one of those things where it's like, oh, autism coming in to help, actually. See, I couldn't do that because I, even when I crave something, like my husband can tell you, like, I'll crave something and I will want to eat it every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, I went through a thing where, like, I wanted corn dogs. That's all I wanted. They're terrible for you, but they're delicious. And I wanted corn dogs. I didn't care if they were frozen ones I threw in the air fryer or ones we got at Sonic or whatever. I just wanted corn dogs. Um, and that will last for about a week. And then I can't eat a corn dog for another year. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm super weird like that. Even if I love whatever it is I'm eating, if I eat too much of it, I can't. So I'm always like. So flopping around. My partner's the opposite of me. They cannot eat the same thing two days in a row. They have the opposite problem. So, oh. like, so if like I had something for dinner and like there are leftovers the next day, they're not gonna eat it the next day. Hmm. Or no, they'll eat the leftovers. My bad. They'll eat leftovers. But like let's say I made spaghetti for di- spaghetti for dinner one night. The next night they would not have spaghetti again for dinner. They'd like no. Well, I try not to do that. But if you got to, you got to. Sometimes that's just the situation, you know? See, what you do but is, I like is to... the second night you add a can of chili and then it's a different meal. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's not spaghetti anymore. David, you took the words right out of my mouth. I like to do that, too. We made, for uh, Salon, <laughs> we made a giant um, uh, pot roast. It was like mm-hmm. a 12-pound pot roast. Damn. And so we had, yeah. It was expensive. That's a big hunk um, of meat. Jesus. And then I slow cooked it for eight hours on low. Nice. So it was very tender, very delicious. So we had that for dinner, but we had a ton of leftovers. Um, And so the next night we made stroganoff. And then the next night we made tacos. We made- <laughs> how you do it. That's how you we do it. That's yeah, how you do it. Hell yeah, that's how you do it. And then the last night, I made a pot roast pot pie. Yum. Yes. We made, so I had the pie crust and the creamy sauce with carrots and... Yeah, next time you're neck of the woods, I'm coming over for dinner. (laughs) 
You are welcome to come any damn time you want, David. Okay. Yesterday, I made uh, lentil soup. Ooh, nice. I like lentil soup. Yeah, I do lentils, potatoes, red potatoes. And because um, my partner is like, um, ethnically, they're like half Armenian. I wanted to add like Armenian spices and flavors to it. So it's mm-hmm. very garlicky, lots of lemon. Because uh, mm-hmm. they, they add garlic and lemon to like all their food. So uh-huh. garlicky lemon, allspice, uh, coriander, cumin. And I added some um, uh, turmeric for like color. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a few, few, some flakes, some fl- from red pepper flakes. But the soup mm, had like a good. whole. But the soup had like a whole, like whole bulb of garlic. Like I just, I just took a whole thing of just fresh garlic and just ground that up. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's You're not one of the me. reasons. I love like Mediterranean, Middle Eastern food. Is because they put lemon and garlic in everything. It's in everything. And those are two of my everything. favorite things. It's in everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they got a lot of garlic and a lot of lemon. Duh. So yeah, we really liked the lentil soup. It came out pretty good. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That is very cool. I love that. All right, David, what do you want to talk about? Oh right, we were supposed to come up with stuff to talk about. Um, uh, yeah. Um, shit. Oh my god. Do, do, come, do, come back to me. The the, 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 the I'm hosting. Erica, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted okay. to talk about oh, sorry, the new Jim Butcher book. Okay. I know nothing about this author. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> what do you mean you now. know nothing about the author? I was like, who's Jim Butcher? You're joking, right? I'm not. I'm looking up Jim Butcher right now. I don't. You know wrote the Dresden about. Files. I've not read the Dresden Files. Okay, thank you. Dresden Files. I know that because you guys talk about it, but I've not read any of the books. I was unaware of that. Yeah, I haven't read any of the Dresden file books. Well, interesting. Okay. I haven't read a book in a long time, to be honest, but that's mostly because my brain, my brain does not like reading. You don't read. You don't watch <laughs> movies. What the <laughs> fuck do you do, brah? I play video games. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> can I can I listen to the books on audiobook? Yes. Yes. Okay. They're actually very good on audiobook. I'll, I'll they're, 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 they're narrated very, very well. My problem they're with narrated reading... by James Marsters from yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but you don't know who that is. I do know Buffy. <gasps> oh, you watched, know some? I watched Buffy when I was a kid. Okay. Well, Spike is the one that narrates. That's amazing. Okay, now I gotta listen to this. Oh, they're they're great. <laughs> oh yeah. Because here's here's my problem with reading. It's not so much that I dislike reading. I used to love reading. I was a pretty avid reader actually through high school. It's just my brain all of a sudden as I got older, it started doing that thing where um I was not processing any sentences or words I was taking in. So it would like I always kind of had this problem. But before when I was a kid, maybe I could get through like I could get through the block. After a little while, 
I started getting to a point as I got older where it's like, I can't get through the blocks anymore. Like I'll read pages and pages and pages and be like, I did not get any of that. Pause. Pause. David, is that a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pillow? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was the first thing I had to say. Stolas. The second thing I have to say is, do you understand the irony that you are both a teacher and somebody who does not like to read? (laughs) Again, I like reading. My brain just does not process what I'm reading. In this particular case, the audiobooks are fantastic and I highly recommend them. It's like if if like if like. If like a person with dwarfism was like, I like playing basketball, but they're like they're struggling to like shoot the hoop or something, you know. That's when you buy them one of those Fisher Price baskets and laugh. I like doing the thing, but my my okay. my my disability is making it difficult to engage in it. Difficult, but not impossible. Not impossible. I'll tell I you. I'll books. tell you the same That's thing right. that I tell Amelia. Every single time she goes, but I can't because of my ADHD. You can do anything if you keep trying to do it. Take a look. It's in a book reading rainbow. (laughs) Yes, that. (laughs) Okay, so the book, Dresden Files. You want to talk about the new book? I just wanted to talk about like, um, so a friend of, I haven't read it yet. I just got it. I'm planning on reading it. After my surgery. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about like what's in the book. I'm just excited that there's a new book. Yeah. I've been waiting a while. Well, it's finally wow. coming. He's getting closer and closer to actually ending the series finally. So, yeah. Well, this is for the Cinder Spires. Oh, right. Right. That's right. That's right. This isn't even in the main Dresden universe. This is the steampunk universe. He, uh, he yeah, tried. Yeah. 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 Apologies. Ignore what I said. So, uh, Stolas, same author has a di- a series set in a different world. It's steampunk. It's called the Cinder Spire series, and this is the second book that's come out in it. Okay, it's very good. I've, I've the first one was pretty good a- too. I never. Well, I haven't read the new one. I haven't read the new book stuff. I haven't read the new one yet either. The first one was good. Yeah, the first one was very good. So, um, but I'm planning on reading it while I'm recuperating from my surgery. Mm. It's a good idea. It's a good, I can't uh, good do time anything too. for two weeks. Yeah, I have a... to literally stay in bed for like two weeks afterwards. So, Damn. so I'm going to be playing a lot of Boulder's Gate mm. and nice. reading the book. That's my master plan. Nice. So. That's all. I just wanted to acknowledge that Jim Butcher had a new book. And no, I he does. I to read said book. <laughs> You're like, I just want to say the book's there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's a good one. I can't yeah, wait for him to Ooh, Wait, so... I had something else. Oh, yeah, I had something, something else. else. Yeah, of course. Speaking of autism, Stolas, what do you think about the show The Good Doctor? I am a surgeon. <laughs> oh, that that show? Yeah. Um what? Oh You've not seen the I am a surgeon meme? I don't watch TV. So I I haven't seen the show, but I've heard a lot of complaints and I've seen a lot of people 
explaining their complaints. And at least from what I've seen, again, I haven't watched the show, so maybe all the complaints I've heard are are out of context or 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 bad faith com- complaints, but it doesn't look like great autism representation. Ah, oh, I see. They okay. have like, if you watch the credits, they have three different autism people, uh, whatever you call it, experts. Um, well, yeah, Advi- where, advisors. Well, yeah, but advisors. Where, where these experts come from? Because, like, example, Autism Speaks has a lot of quote unquote autistic experts, but like most people in the autistic community hate Autism Speaks because Autism Speaks likes to autistically speak over autistic people. <laughs> so that was so a I, lot yeah. to unpack, sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it was. My so, question- like. My question wasn't around whether or not you thought the representation was accurate. It was put, more what, about no, who, who <laughs> it was more about how does that make you feel that they're trying to bring people with autism to the forefront in media, whether it's well done or not. Um, I think that's cool. I mean, yeah, representation is super awesome and matters. And there's a lot of research that indicates that representation like definitely helps the people being represented. So I think that part's pretty cool. Um, is the actor like actually autistic? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Uh, I, I was like, wait, is he actually autistic? I didn't think he was. No, he's not. Okay. I mean, I clearly don't have autism and I really don't. I know a few people that do like yourself, but I don't know. I'm hooked on it. I started. This could have been my nerdy thing, David. It could have been. This could have been my nerdy thing. Okay. Because I I started watching this like a week ago. I just, I can't even remember why I put it on. I think I was bored and was flipping through things on Hulu. You remember why I put it on. I love it. All right. (laughs) But I was like, sure, whatever. Let's see what it's about. And I've been hooked ever since. And I don't like. I don't like medical dramas, and in general, I don't like dramas. But this is incredibly engaging for me to watch the storylines that they've put around this person. Because it's almost like... Watching him, this character, learn stuff through, like, the people around him is reminds me a lot of like watching Amelia learn things from the people around her things that mm-hmm. don't seem that like aren't obvious to her because of her ADHD and having other people like have to point them out to her or that she like learns from them. Okay. I don't know. As, as a parent that has somebody that has like, you know, is not neurotypical. It's, I don't know. It just makes me feel good that it's out there. Whether it's done well or not. I don't know. And I know autism and ADHD are not the same thing, clearly. But it is like a neurotypical right. disorder. Right. And, and, and they have, they they do have some overlaps. Yeah. Yeah. Or non-neurotypical disorder. So it's very helping my child learn how to navigate the world that doesn't understand her 
watching this i don't know it's almost i don't want to say it's like my own life because clearly it's not but mm. it's like watching the people around him help him navigate learn how to navigate the world and watching like the character get slowly better and better at it within his own boundaries I don't know. It makes me feel like, oh, I can, I can help Amelia. I can help her get there. I guess. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. That makes sense. I get it. Have I offended you, Stolas? I wasn't no. trying to. No, you didn't offend me. Just not like. Okay. Again, I haven't seen the show. Just from what I've heard, not the biggest fan of its representation of autistic people. Mm. But again, I haven't seen the show. I could. I could be talking on my ass and not know. It could be great. I have a soft spot for legal dramas. I really enjoyed watching The Good Wife. <laughs> <laughs> Is this related to The Good Wife? I don't even. Know I don't. I, know I don't think so. I, I have no. I don't think so. I mean, he's just making a comment on the names being similar. <laughs> oh, well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's yeah. Last time I watched a TV show, it was The Good Wife. <laughs> well Um, i started watching this a week ago season one episode one and i am now on season five episode 11 and i I think there's only seven seasons i applaud (laughs) your tenacity and your uh your 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 throughput well done thank you (laughs) so david do you have a topic idea now have you thought of something to talk about What have you guys been watching on YouTube lately? Uh, I thought I wasn't allowed to talk about this. <laughs> Fair point. Um... Well, I've been watching the things that I normally watch. Ah. Um. So I watch Ventex. He started playing Alan Wake 2, the nice. new one, which is really nice. It's It's really cool thus far. And uh, I like watching cinema therapy. Have you guys watched cinema therapy? I have not. No, I haven't actually. So it's very cool. So it's Wait. Uh, oh, cinema therapy. Is it that guy who um he's like a he's he's like a expert in cinematography, and he has a friend that's a that's a therapist. Yes. That okay. One. Yes, I have, and they and yeah, it, it they're pretty cool. Yeah, and they watch movies and then they talk about like the psychologist talks about the personal interactions and then the, he talks about the filmmaking and like what makes a good movie, like what makes it good and stuff like that. And I really enjoy watching yeah. cinema therapy. They have they have some really cool breakdowns of movies. Um I, I, I really like how they, they talk about things from like a from that perspective of like, oh, this is why this is shot this way. This is why this lighting is like this. But then you also get the like, oh, this is why this person's emotional state would be like this. And this is what that, like you're getting this whole cool okay. combination of the different worlds together. It's really fun to watch. That is neat. It I'll, is. I'll have to check that out. And the guys are funny. Like they're really funny, cool, nice dudes. It definitely helps. And I guess they've been friends since like college <clears throat> or whatever. And you can absolutely tell they're like best friends. Which I think makes... It all just the better. Oh yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll I'll say this much. I won't say I won't say anything in specific. Just I also have been watching what I normally watch. What I normally watch on YouTube is a lot of political stuff. There's a lot of political stuff going on. A lot of things are going on. I'm sure you guys are aware of the big thing going on in a place 
All that's right, that's that's United enough. United that's States. enough. Stop. That's enough. Stop. Stop. All right. So that's what I've been watching is about that situation over gotcha. there. Okay. Uh, I have been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I've been watching a lot of uh, streamers lately, and for some reason, I've been really getting into this GTA Five role play stream streamers there's like three or four of them that all play on the same server and the shenanigans they get into is fucking uh, amazing sometimes you know rowan watches on the kids youtube she watches people play roblox okay and they role play their roblox characters they pretend to be different people <laughs> with different awesome. scenarios and it's almost the exact fucking same thing <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. You and Rowan now have something in common. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, that's hilarious. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. And oh. then uh the how the the how ridiculous guys put out a couple of videos not too long ago. So they had been on they had been on hiatus for a little while. There's this guy. It's on YouTube Shorts. He's like a nurse slash comedian. Have okay. you guys seen that guy? Uh, you're gonna have to be more specific. Uh, well, I think he's a comedian now, but he was an ER nurse, and like, I don't want to say he I... tells stories. He reenacts things. Okay. That happened in the ER, like he puts on like a little scarf and pretends to be the mom that's answering all the questions for her kid. And like arguing with the nurses about really dumb things. You should is he, check. It is out. he bald? No. No. Okay, I don't know. You're talking about them. He's like a. He's an Asian guy. Link Some it. Asian link it to me stuff. later. I will. I will. But he's really, really funny. I could pull hmm. it up on the YouTube Shorts, but um. Well, I'll do that. I'll just go on mute so you can't hear me, and I'll look it up, and then I'll come back. You guys continue. David, what do you want to talk about? I We 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 just were still talking about what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I know, and then I'm going to interrupt you when you talk about something else. That's how this works. Ah, okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, I guess uh, is my other two... Oh, there we go. Stolas came back. <laughs> Say, yeah, as they're both here. as they're both on mute, I guess I'll just vamp for a minute. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been here. I was just on mute because I don't have anything to say. So I didn't yeah. like. No worries. No worries. Any noises in the uh, Oh, I did get to uh, to introduce an entire new batch of my guildies to the "I Have No More Fucks to Give" song. I don't. I don't know if I'm familiar. Have with you that. not seen the? Oh, it's a video of I a very dapperly so. dressed man playing on a ukulele, singing. He's no more fucks to give. That's okay. hilarious. I want to see this. That. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, let me. I will. I will link this. His name is Steve I O E. Steve I O E. Yeah, I think his last name is however you pronounce I O E. I don't know, but you should look it up because it's he's hilarious. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm very bad at explaining comedy. I'm much better at sarcasm. Gotcha. Yeah. There's the link to mine. All right. I will post the, that link to my, our Discord. Yeah, uh, we'll post all this stuff in the Discord. 
Yeah. So all if, the things we're talking about. If you're on our Patreon, you will get access to our Discord server. And then you where, can see all the cool things that we're posting. And it's the easiest way to get in touch with us if you have questions or you know want to chat about anything, any of our opinions or anything we have to say. We're literally there all the time. Yep. Great. Okay. So yeah. So that, <laughs> that, that like I said, I got to introduce a whole new group of people to the uh, No More Fucks to Give guy, which is such an amazing song. Uh, Thomas Benjamin Wild Esquire. That's excellent. It's amazing. Bill and Ted reference. Love it. Oh, hey, I haven't seen that. Yeah. You haven't seen Bill and Ted either? No. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Damn it, Stolas. I'm so sorry. You know. Fucking killing me, man. You're lucky we're already friends, because like, I don't know if we'd be friends if we weren't already friends. You're like 30 years too fucking know, late on that know, shit, I man. I mean, they made a third movie. I know. <laughs> a third one, like, it was 25 great. years later. It was Do great. Maybe there might be some credence to it being hilarious. Jesus. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's hilarious. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's amazing. Although... That being said, I did see a epic uh, uh, interview blooper of Keanu Reeves being interviewed by some guy asking him about the new Bill and Ted, whether he'd be able to bring his Bill performance back. And Keanu looks at him and goes, I played Ted. And the guy's just like, oh, God, no. It just got all quiet. Keanu just starts giving him shit for it. It's great. I saw that, too. I saw that, too. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Played Ted, dumbass. <laughs> Played Ted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, you better go. Yeah, you should just go. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Keanu Reeves' interviews? He is just like he's so, he's so he's, sweet. I honestly wish I could just hang out with him. That'd he's be so, so nice. much fun. No, he's just like the most laid back, chill. I'd, like, love, I'd love to go do anything with that man. He's just a ball of joy. He's a big ball of joy. <laughs> Like he he takes that whole like I don't know karma chill situation to a whole fucking other level, man. And the amount of horrible shit that's happened to him in his life. Have you guys looked that up? Yeah, uh, speaks no, to uh, speaks to his character the the way he's been able to uh, to, to continue on the way he continues on. It's he, the true the true mark of a of a beautiful man. Yeah, I mean he's reached like a whole like new state of nirvana that i think the rest of us like (laughs) i do i aspire to it yeah for sure anthony i think it's your turn sorry stolas i think it's your turn now oh it's my name on your thing man oh i do oh oh no i know why that happens i got it no i changed it because um this is the same zoom i probably should get multiple zooms i use this one for like work or like uh uh meetings like for my son's iep i think i spelled that right i think i think i spelled that right did i spell that right i think i did okay cool yay yeah i gotta change that after years of calling you your other name you can't leave it on there because it it throws me off every time I, i just forgot to change it this time um 
So nerdy thing. Another nerdy thing that we want to talk about. <laughs> you know what? We can I, keep talking about Baldur's Gate. I could do you, that all night. You know what I yeah. got my partner into? We started what? watching. We started mm. watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Hey, good yeah. shit. <laughs> I'd but you've never like, seen Bill and Ted. Yeah, I've not seen Bill and Ted. I've watched, I've watched like four seasons of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You would absolutely <laughs> love Bill and Ted. I'm sure I would. Oh, you really gosh. would. The my second one is know. almost as good, too. It's great. It is. It. it is. They did a really good job. Even so, the third one was good. I really enjoyed it. Agreed. So the, the greatest thing about watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with somebody else when you've seen it and they haven't is watching them go like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then like, and then when they're like, okay, I think I know what's going on. And then it's like, wait, what the fuck again? Yeah. I felt I felt that same way when I showed somebody Rick and Morty for the first time. <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck am I watching? And I'm like, just wait, it gets better. Uh, and then and then when it got better, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> exactly. It got better. They're like, what the fuck? That's, oh, how, that's oh. how I felt when I watched um, the movie Midsummer. Have you guys seen that? Well, mm, not, no, I have not. It? But <laughs> I've, seen, like <laughs> I've seen it by proxy. I haven't seen I've seen reviews mine. and I, I know I know the plot synopsis and I've seen review videos. I, I know. Yeah, continue. I watched a lot more horror movies during October. That's what we did for October. Um, did you watch Midsummer? I didn't watch Midsummer. No, Ugh, that's but, one of the best ones that have come but out. But I did really finally see Chucky and the Bride of Chucky because apparently that's my partner's favorite horror movie. And then that's what we dressed up as for Halloween. I was Chucky, and they went as the Bride of Chucky. That's props. That's pretty cool. But regardless, you need to see Midsummer. I so do want to see Midsummer. I do. It looks really good. We it's did see Get good. Out. Get Out was amazing. It was very good. But I'm watching Midsummer for the first time. And I was I had to get on Facebook today. Um, I never get on Facebook, but I had to get on today to sell some stuff on the marketplace. And I was going back through like posts that I had put up. And I forgot about this. When I first saw Midsummer, I'm like 12 minutes into it. And I felt the need to post something on Facebook. And I was like, I'm 12 minutes into midsummer. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> and I remember that moment now. And I really was like, what the actual fuck is happening? <laughs> it's a very strange movie, especially in the beginning. But I have to say, once you watch it, Stolas. David, I know you never will, but you should. It's not a jumpy, scary movie, so you won't as, hate it. As I said, I already know what happens. I've read the plot. I've seen several different YouTube and internet reviewers of it that have all shown clips and everything. I know what happens. In the, I've, I've effectively seen the movie. Yes, but you haven't seen all the cinematography in the movie. I've seen a lot of it because they were a lot of it was also explained and gushed about how awesome it is. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. So my point is, I think I'm 99, 98% sure Cinema Therapy did a thing on Midsummer as nice. well as like a horror movie and like the psychological ramifications of everything the character goes through. And it was very good. Mm. Trauma. Lots 
lots of trauma. <laughs> I have another thing. Okay. What? Do you guys know that this week is Trans Awareness Week? Yes. Aware me. I did not know no. that, but I do have a question. I might have an answer. Why is Trans Awareness Week not in Pride Month? I think Pride Month is kind of just like the month of like Pride for like all like LGBT like kind of groupings. And then each of the subsects have like their own little thing at different times of the year. Oh, it's corporate uh, corporate logo changing month. Yeah. Because like there's but bisexual awareness it... week. There's like gay. There's like there's like um, there's like um there's like a sexual awareness week like so each of the uh, so each of the other sub like identities have their own week throughout the year basically somewhere someplace i like to point out i get like a day <laughs> what's your I one get, day i get one fucking day i get mother's day that's it. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, there's less. You get a month, week. and then a whole week on top of it. Oh, and I get <laughs> Father's Day. Not seem fair. And I get Father's Day. This is not fair at all. Oh, there's also pan. There's like bisexual pansexual awareness week. So, like, David and why I. Are, get- why did they have to share a week? No. Well, no. I. Uh, they're probably separate. Though I, I I mean this gets into a really weird conversation of whether or not being pansexual and bisexual are the same thing. Oh my god. <laughs> it doesn't because my daughter has explained it to me several times. Because <laughs> I'm not being insensitive when I say this. <laughs> I grew up in the nineties and there were three options. That was it. You were straight. You were gay or you were bisexual. Mm-hmm. That's it. There were three options. And then I turned around and she was like, Well, no, I'm pansexual. And I'm like, Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> and she's like, Well, that means that I'm attracted to anybody that I have like a mental connection with no matter what they identify as or what their yeah. sexual yeah, like regardless of gender right yeah and i'm like so you're bisexual right i was like that sounds like bisexual to me <laughs> right. right i feel that they're the same but i do honestly i feel that they are the same i don't think there's a distinction because i've yet to meet a person who's like Yes, I like both men and women. And then they show like a really like attractive non-binary person. And they're like, no, I don't do non-binary people. Sorry. <laughs> like I've never met that. Right. I have not met that person. Maybe they exist. We can't say they don't exist. Absolutely. No, you're right. And, no, 100%. We cannot say they do not exist. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being pansexual. All I'm saying is you kind of already had a label. You kind of already had bisexual because it doesn't matter. Like they're either, you know, this or or that, or they identify as this, but they're physically it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're gonna be attracted to them anyway if you're bisexual. Right. Yes. If they're hot, they're hot. 
Yeah. Or we just get rid of bisexual and we just say everybody's though, pansexual. Though, here's the thing. Like, I would I say know. I would say there's now a, the but there is still three options now. Even if we were to say like pansexual, bisexual is like the same thing, right? Let's say they're the same thing. Straight, gay, pan bi, whatever, whatever you want to call it. There's still a there's still a fourth option. What asexual? Asexual. To 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 not have okay. a sexuality. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. With <laughs> Here's my thing. You want the five minute argument or the full half hour? <laughs> See, this is what's gonna get us canceled. If you're asexual, then you're not sexual. So then you're just none of those things, and it doesn't matter anyway. So, so a non-choice is a non-choice. It's not a choice anymore. Exactly. A non-choice is a non-choice. Yes. Because you don't like it. Okay. It is because you don't choose to be gay. Right. You don't. Okay. No, no. Yeah. No, no. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So a non-choice is a a non-choice. Right. None of this is actually a choice, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that asexual people don't exist. They totally do. I know of you. Well, but that just means that you're not any of the things like you're beyond this like you're like you're not on the spectrum you're beyond the spectrum right exactly thank you but to quote the great philosopher from earlier representation is good for the represented so well that's representation in media yes and there's lots of asexual characters that exist within media lots of them i don't i i all i'm i'm not saying representation is bad for anybody i'm just saying there are three sexual options, in my opinion. And There's... then one non-sexual option. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, then one non-sexual, which means it's not sexual, which means it doesn't count. You can choose it's A, B, A, B, C, or D. None of the above. <laughs> <laughs> this was a multiple choice question. Um, <laughs> option. I choose option E, decline to state. <laughs> decline to state. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying that people shouldn't be represented. I just don't think that that, that one makes sense because you're choosing to not be sexual. That's all I'm saying. And I think bi people are pansexual. I think they're the same. And maybe pansexual is a better term than bisexual. And we should just switch to pansexual and that'll be fine. But I still think there's only three of them. But I respect however anybody wants to identify. Oh, how about this, Stolas? What if there are three options, but then there are like subsections? I'm sure there are subsections. So what you're saying is there's subclasses. Well, okay. So like there example. Are so like example, like, okay, let's say somebody <laughs> is like pan bisexual right but they really but like their choice in like men is like they really only seem to like feminine like femboys so it's like they like women and like very feminine men and then okay so then it's like that's a little bit closer that's a little bit closer (laughs) to being like whatever based on your gender that's a little bit closer to not being fully bi as opposed to being like i'll take anyone from any broad spectrum masculine or feminine so like when we start to include like things like like re- uh presentation it starts to get even more complicated all right or we just make it simple david just hug your pillow i am nothing 
happening right now. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, Brian's never gonna let me do this again. All right. <laughs> I don't think we said anything offensive though. No, 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 you're We're good. having an intelligent discussion Absolutely. about this sexual situation. Oh, man. Which has nothing a... to do with gender identity because I think that is in a completely different thing. If we were going to have... Okay, so here's another probably hot take. Stole us. Oh, 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 oh. So I think there should be two different celebrations. I think there should be pride, which is about sexual, like sexuality. Mm. And then I think there should be a separate section about gender identity. I think there is a divide between the two. I don't think they necessarily go together. I think a lot of the reason why they're put together is because the so so the grouping of like of like queer of like um of like like us. How do I say this? Like like people whose sexual uh proclivities lie outside the norm, like non non heteronormative and and non-gender normative people like trans people these communities have been lumped together since the beginning so like i actually did a lot of research on this because back when i was still streaming i i haven't streamed in a while but back when i started street but when i was still streaming i actually did like a whole um episode on stonewall so like i actually watched like a documentary and did some reading and like uh research into stonewall so a lot of these communities have been together largely because like they were kind of forced together because the same people who were upholding heteronormative ideas of like sexuality are the same people who were holding up heteronormative uh, values and um and ideas about uh gender and how the genders should be represented so the same people who are saying like it's a sin for a man to be with a man or a woman to be with a woman it must be man and woman also were the same people who are saying men need to look and act and dress this way and women need to look and act and dress this way so That's these, fair, but so I these think communities we... have been lumped together because they have a shared oppression of the heteronormative um, um, so, uh, social structure that has led to similar um, um, forms of, of oppression <laughs> and, and, a, and a need to fight back against that oppression together. Fair, but I think we've reached a point where it would be better for society if they were not. I don't know if it'd be better for society. I, I like, I don't know what keeping them together, like what harm that does to society, I guess. I think that, for instance, I think like this whole thing over bathrooms would be less of an issue for the gay community than it would be for the trans community, right? I'm not well, saying you can't well, support each right other. Now, I'm just well, saying right, that because well, that's there's true a... right now, but that wasn't always true. A lot of I'm not there yet. You didn't oh, let me okay, finish. Okay, go on, go on. Thank you. I'm saying I think we reached a point in society where they should be separated because the same people that don't understand the transgender situation are now being lumped in with the same people that that understand and may 
and may agree or disagree with sexuality issues, but Mm -hmm. those have been around a lot longer than trans issues as in the forefront. They've been around forever, but like in the forefront of like the world, right? And being front and center. And I think that it confuses people. So not saying that the two communities can't support each other, but I feel like and I am not part of the community. My daughter is. And of course you are. And a lot of my friends are part of, you know, the the LGBTQ plus community. But I think that it causes some friction because I've seen things where people of the pride LGBT, yeah, pride community <laughs> attack each other. You know what I mean? Like, Wait, yeah, I've but I, I would argue that a lot of the people who are attacking are largely transphobic uh, like lesbian and gay people so a lot of the people who want the who want the separation a lot of the times they're very loud vocal pretty far right like gay people who want the trans people out because they want the separation because whatever reason but largely it's because like okay there's example um a, a very large group that's that's like clamoring for this to make the separation is they'll make the the rallying cry of like basically they're like i don't want pedos in my community and they're calling trans people pedos and like that's so like so when i hear this thing of like oh i i i think these should be separated like it does get a little worrying because it's like a lot of people i hear making those arguments of these should be separated are people who are like you're a pedo so it's like oh well, that yeah, that's not cool for sure. So, so for them, they want the separation for pretty hateful reasons. Yeah, I'm saying I think you need the separation so that the issues that trans people go through can be more front and center and not lumped into the issues that gay, bisexual, pansexual people go through. Does that make sense? No, I, yeah, I get your reasoning. And I'm not saying like your reasoning was like, like more and i'm not saying like your reasoning is bad or transphobic i i guess like the only thing i would say is like i feel it works better with them together because we do have a similar i don't want to like say this but like stigma against you well yeah we have like a very similar social things like harming us and so by sticking together we're a large group granted i think the groups i i think groups should be i'm more of like an inclusive like um what's the word um I'm a very big fan of, um, oh man, I can't think of the word right now, but basically the idea would be, I think oppressed groups should do a lot more to include one another and work inside and outside the communities. So like, I agree. so like, I think, I think even if you're not like, let's say you are a person of color and you're not queer, I still think you should be there to, to march for queer rallies. And I think queer people, let's say you're white and you're not a person of color. I think you should go to rallies like black lives matter and i think we need to support one another because at the end of the day the systems of power harm all of us pretty bad no i agree i'm not saying we shouldn't support each other i'm saying that i think your issues would be more brought to the forefront if you were able to have like your own instead of being a subsection of something having it yeah i get what you're saying like i I could see because i I think gender yeah Gender issues are different than sexuality issues. Right. I can see the benefit of things. um, 
ha- um, having more time or airtime for like each individual thing. I could I could see the potential benefit that you're that you're talking about. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. David, do you got a horse in this race? Not that we have any nope. control over this. I mean, like, like there isn't like a president of pride we can go talk to. That's true. You guys should you guys should like uh like create your own NAACP or something. I wonder if they have something like that. They they gotta have like a pride like thing that like hands out scholarships and grants to queer people for college and stuff. Well, and defend people in court and all the other things right. that the NAACP does. Yeah. I'm Sorry, David. Who's... Hold on, Stolas. David said something. We keep no, talking over. Are you hugging your pillow, David? No. Brian's never going to let you host ever again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I actually have a friend who is... um who's uh running a um trans charity oh that's cool yeah yeah um her name's amy and they run um they run the charity uh rainbow passage the the whole charity idea was it's it's pretty new like i think they just got their 501c3 like very recently um Mm. and the idea is they're trying to get trans people out of like red states in america to like safer states Mm. yeah i hear that you, but you know what made me think of this whole thing, Stolas? I don't even remember how we got on this situation. Because <laughs> I mentioned Trans Awareness Week. Oh, that's right. That's right. You get too many weeks and days. And weeks. <laughs> um, besides that unfairness. um, Well, when we started talking about this, my daughter has a friend, Erin, mm-hmm. who is trans, but identifies as a gay man. And it's created. Wait, so is this a trans man? Yes. Okay. Okay. Trans man. Got it. Got it. Trans, trans man, man, but likes other men. Got it. Yes. And some people in their community, you know, are not very nice to them because they're like, well, then you're not really, you're just a cis girl pretending to be you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they do yeah that yeah i, I, I can hear the argument yeah yeah and i don't think that's very cool uh yeah no that's, that's really shitty i mean yeah yeah it sucks and i think that you know had they had if there was a bigger trans presence that the way you know, society has, and I want to say overcome because there's still a lot of bigotry and stuff in the world, right? But has come as far as it has for people who identify different sexually than, you know, heteronormative, then we would get further in the argument for trans individuals. That was my point. It's, it's possible. Um, and I feel really bad for your daughter's friend because um because i have a lot of trans men friends and like man they they get it pretty rough like um so when i was doing so i did this was this was during pride so this was june i did like a 24-hour like charity stream and one of the things i did is i talked to like um some of my trans friends and i brought on this trans guy we talked about things and uh and trans guys get a lot of shit from very different like 
from very different perspectives so like one trans men are largely ignored like a lot of times like because the the news is almost always about trans women always 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 Mm. so trans guys are largely ignored and if they're not being ignored they're being infantilized very bad and i think it's because a lot of people see them as women and people like to infantilize women so so they get infantilized a lot um so like a lot of trans guys it's like oh oh i oh my God, it's so awful what's happening to her. Like, you know, like it, it's it's almost like they're trying to take away their like, their agency. masculinity. Well, like taking away their agency, like not even like the, the masculinity so much as like, they're trying to take away their agency of like, oh, they're not choosing this. It's because like, oh, they're just, they're basically just silly dumb women that don't know what, what, what they want or what they're thinking. They're tomboys because right. it's easier to be a tomboy than it is to be, you know. Um... So that happens. And then something yeah. I learned when I was talking to my friend was like, this was super bad. Okay. So like trigger warning guys, but like trans men have the highest rate of being sexually assaulted of any gender. Like, Shock. like, by, like by a lot. So it, like, it goes like trans men, then cis women, then trans women, and then cis men. So like, and trans men yeah. are like way the fuck up there. It's pretty yeah. bad. And I will tell you why that makes perfect cook. sense, Stolas. That makes perfect sense because women are assaulted a lot. And then if you take a woman that identifies as a man, now you're impeding upon the masculine side of the social hierarchy. Now you're a threat to the cis men around you who then want to show you that you're not a man. Right. Or, and, and, and yeah. then there's like, you know, there's corrective R word and yeah, yeah, it's not great. So I feel awful for your daughter's friend. He must be going through a lot. I, I want to give him a hug. <laughs> I hope, I hope, he's, <laughs> I hope he's, doing yeah, well. yeah, they are. They really are going through a lot. So I feel bad for them too. All right, I've made my point. <laughs> you get too this many days to be celebrated. Stolas. Nah, I want. I want more. Got to give some of them back to me. We we'll just start making up days, days for me. I want more days. Erica Day. Erica Day. I have. I have a birthday. Does that count? I'm sure there's like ADHD awareness. I don't have ADHD. I thought you did. Uh, I'm the only person in my house that has a functioning prefrontal cortex. <laughs> a fact that should be celebrated. Sounds like a exactly. skill issue. Sounds like I'm a skill like a issue. Superhero. Sounds like a skill issue. There should there should there should be like there should be like a week of celebrating the people that take care of all the people with ADHD because they would lose everything they owned if they didn't. That's you know I I agree actually. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know I don't know how me and my partner are gonna do it because we both are ADHD autistic. <laughs> no one's taking care of us. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be fun. All right. Well, I mean, considering we didn't really have much of a topic, we kind of went off on a tangent there for a bit. We did. Let's change it back to something else. We have time. Uh, we uh, Stolas has a hard deadline, and if we want to get any bonus episode, and we're gonna have to cut it relatively short, but here, but I mean, we can go keep going for a few more minutes, but 
Oh, okay. We gotta wrap it up. All right. Yeah. So this is the episode where Brian discovers he never lets David ever run the podcast again when both Stolas and I are on it because he cannot stop us from talking about things that we want to talk about. Nope. I, I have no fun. power at all. It I was awesome. You guys are great. <laughs> Sorry, David. We didn't mean to. It's all right. Don't worry about out. it. No, we're good. Had opinions. I want no. I want to know David's opinion about what we were talking about. Now I'm putting I don't. You on I spot. don't have one. You have an opinion. Give us I your. Do not. Nope. You have. Th- you've never thought about it. Nope. Not you've that I'm willing. To, given- not that I'm willing to discuss publicly. Oh, Ooh, Jesus. he's smart. He's smarter than we are. <laughs> hey, you know what? I love and accept everyone. As do I. Even, even jerks. Even jerks that I'm not sure deserve to breathe, but that's not <laughs> my call. So I respect that they have the right to be complete fucking idiots. And I love everybody equally because I believe that human life is important and Eric, all life is sacred, human or not. But yeah, I want that on a bumper sticker, Erica. Everyone has the right to be a complete fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they, do. they have the right. I, I think I've seen something like that on a T-shirt before. <laughs> Some Ericaisms. And no matter what kind of idiot you are, I accept you. I may not like you, but I certainly accept you. (laughs) Oh, man, that's great. All right. Well, on that note, uh, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Uh, Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Hey, hey, you got to say, this is who who else was. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, man. You know what? No, we're done. Nope, nope I'm ending it. <laughs> so this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Joining me today has been Stolas. Bye, everyone. And David Theobald, who is getting fired by Super Bree. That's it. That's I was done. <laughs> Silencio. Silencio, Bruno. <laughs> Bill, cut it off. Bill, cut cut it off. Cut it off, Bill. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay informed and stay awesome. Something like that. I don't know how it goes. Stay awesome. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to our nerd show. Nerd Podcast Radio.